Welcome to the Vast Institute's A Taste of Original Thinking. My name's Michelle Sherman, and we are here to discuss how you can become more successful by tapping into your most authentic self and sparking positive consciousness. We have fresh approaches and insights to share, thus the name of our podcast, A Taste of Original Thinking. What is original thinking? As our, one of our favorite thought leaders, Albert Einstein, said, we cannot solve our problems at the same level of thinking uh, we used when we created them. We agree with Albert. Have you seemed stuck in, in, in a situation that you tried to solve over and over again? Original thinking may be the answer. And the reason that we really like original thinking and the practice of original thinking is because it is a very effective, respectful, inclusionary, and gentle way to improve the quality of your life and the quality of those around you. And I said in a very respectful way, and who would not appreciate that these days? Um, we are very dedicated to supporting you in developing self-awareness, um, leadership capabilities that include emotional intelligence, really top-level uh, relationship skills, emotional wisdom, and creativity. We believe in authenticity. We teach authenticity studies, consciousness studies, and, of course, practical optimism. We love those sorts of things. Now, one of the things that we are here today to discuss is consciousness. And consciousness is something that a lot of people are really a little bit unsure as to what that means. So we're going to define it today. We're going to talk a little bit about one of our heroes in pioneering human consciousness, Dr. David Hawkins, who wrote a book called Power Versus Force in 1995 and as director of psychiatry at Harvard Medical School. So with Dr. Hawkins, he uh, saw how consciousness could really be helpful in us dealing with those most intractable problems. Quote is, the main obstacle to man's development is his lack of knowledge about the nature of consciousness itself. So we're here to demystify that today as a primer on consciousness, and um, we are going to share a little bit about why it matters and how it can improve your life. We are creator beings. We are very amazing beings, humans. And I, uh, I always get to see the best in people and, and have the pleasure of helping them develop the best in themselves. The reason that consciousness studies are a wonderful part of the vast curriculum is because most people don't think in these terms, and it explains a heck of a lot um, about why the world shows up the way it does. It, uh, it, you know, so consciousness studies are practical in that they, they allow you to uh, feel more comfortable with what's going on in the world because you have a different perspective, a perspective that, again, is gentle and clear human being and have a, uh, a level of understanding and compassion for where they're at and then how to be in right relationship to them. Um, it's also, of course, always about better understanding ourselves on a variety of levels. So it's a very important I guess, idea to play with. And again, as an original thinker, we really appreciate uh, you understanding the power of harnessing imagination and being able to work with it as someone who would like to improve your life and the world at large. So you get to do two things through consciousness studies. 
you get to define the rules of the game and you get to answer the questions that are most important to you. So let's start now by defining consciousness. And so for myself, I believe that, well, first of all, consciousness is where we pay attention. Consciousness is the prism through which we see the world. So if I have a prism of shame, then I will see the world a particular way. If I have a prism of absolute delight in the sparkling, twinkling eyes of every human being I see that day, I will have a very different experience. Sometimes we are unaware of the impact that these things have. And what I want to start with is just letting you know that as we explain different approaches and different levels or different calibrations of consciousness, different types of consciousness, I want to say that each of us is a mix of all of them. Some of the very bold ones, some of the very courageous moments, some of the very selfless, altruistic moments, and some that we're not completely proud of. We all have those aspects to us. It's part of the mix. That's why we talk about wholeness instead of perfection. So because consciousness is important and because it is a filter, Dr. Hawkins, as I had mentioned earlier in his pivotal work, Power Versus Force, and we do have another program called Accomplishing Your Goals with Ease that talks in greater detail about Dr. Hawkins' work for those who are interested on our website. Dr. Hawkins found the technique of kinesthesiology, which was muscle testing, and because of his personal experiences of enlightened thinking, he calibrated different levels of consciousness. And by that, I mean, he was able to identify that if people had a worldview, life is just despising everything, then those people would have misery and shame and humiliation, and really, uh, they would not thrive. And then there were experiences where people were, were wanting revenge and uh, they were vengeful and they were antagonistic and they were angry and they were filled with hate and aggression. And those people, again, they did not seem to thrive. They were just completely consumed with those feelings because that's what they thought was most important. So God bless them and may they be more at peace. Uh, we all have those moments. The point I want to make is as we he started looking at different calibrations of consciousness, he moved up the scale to a place of courage, which was he resonated it at and calibrated it at 200. And then beyond that was enabling. The world was a, enabling you to be successful. And so you were satisfied and you were neutral and you could trust and you could release past pain. And then there were moments where people saw life as merciful and wise and loving. And so in how we look at the world, what are basic assumptions, which we will call our belief in our prism, right? The prism through which we see the world. Are we lovable? Are we imperfect? Are we capable? All of us are here to work out what the truth of that is. And so with consciousness studies, what I'm able to do is I'm able to understand that there are people who are so consumed with the pain and the suffering of some of these basic assumptions of vengefulness and pain and fear that they are not, they do not have the energy 
to uh, see the world as I might, with love and with compassion and with generosity and with um, reverence. And I would love very much, as, as most people would, to be able to remedy that. The generosity and the kindness and the, gener- and the beauty of the human spirit and the human soul, whether it's at your neighborhood or your church or your um, synagogue or your mosque or community center or, again, your PTA meeting. Uh, I love the PTA. Or wherever you get. So Dr. Hawkins calibrated consciousness and then discovered that there were different elements that filtered consciousness and that there was a place where it went from pain and fear to more love and light, more love. So from fear to love. And this is my explanation of that threshold. And that threshold was at 200. So above 200... People were capable of seeing the best in the world and improving the world. And below 200, people were consumed with the pain and the difficulty of what was presented to them or the emotional wounds or the trauma, the difficulties of life. And again, with great love and compassion, I um, appreciate that. I've had those moments myself. My life has had its ups and its downs. I have heard that from every one of my friends and clients and the people I care most about, how life has these moments where it just stinks. But it's just moments. And the way for myself, those of us who are capable of understanding, as some might call it, a higher level of consciousness, illuminated thinking, enlightenment, there are a lot of words for it. It's the opportunity for human beings to kind of get that that we're, we're capable and able to live in harmony with each other, which somebody might call source consciousness, Christ consciousness, nature, love, whatever it is for you, whatever you define it as, we all know it in our hearts as that place where where we're excited and happy that we're here and we're alive and how contagious that is for the people around us. So with consciousness studies in mind, this threshold of 200 is really wonderful because what Dr. Hawkins also discovered is there's a counterbalance. And he realized and said that although only 15% of the world's population the critical con- reached the critical consciousness level of 200, the collective power of that 15% has the weight to counterbalance the remaining negativity of the world's population. So we are contributing our positivity and our love and our goodness and our kindness to the to the consciousness of humanity and uplifting those people who might not be capable of doing it themselves. And the same thing is true when you're dealing with negativity or bullies and giving them uh, and giving them your attention and moving into the places that they spend time, that anger, that revenge, that win-lose. What it does is it drags consciousness and it pulls people down. And they start thinking or doing things they might not consider because they are surrounded, they're human beings, and they are being influenced physically, neurologically, emotionally, without fully understanding that this is having an impact on them. So the bully scenario is the one that most people are aware of. And my goal is, how do you address that? 
So in order to address bullies, I'd like to just share a little bit about that with you today, because bullies are the place in consciousness that most people feel they're willing to learn about consciousness to deal with bullies. (laughs) So the thing about bullies is they have a lower level of consciousness. And what the most effective thing is, is not to go to their emotional place of fear or anger. What you need to do is, to the best of your ability, learn the skills to be comfortable um, with who you are and know that you get to define the rules of the game for you. Bullies like to make assumptions that you will go and you must go and they've got power. No, the thing is there are a lot of assumptions that you need to challenge. You eat, you also can do not take any of it personally and realize you're dealing with someone who sees the world completely differently than you do. And that in your being kind, you and being trustworthy, you are giving them the opportunity to move above the threshold, to see life as beautiful and wonderful. So it's a great thing to be able to do. What I want to say is consciousness studies are about respecting and caring and being in right relationship with people. We've built vast around a simple premise that what I do matters. The idea of helping other people be encouraged and uplifted, we love it. Thank you. Please come to www.vastinstitute.com to learn more and um, see you at our next podcast. 